Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Oh, I'm excited for today. This is going to be a good one. You guys, we have the husbands back. Mark and Brad are here. That's that's their names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By request, everyone wants to hear the husbands back on. We got it. We're delivering. I guess they have an opinion, so we'll we'll let them on here. Yeah. (laughs) Today we're talking about love languages. It's like the universal shit show of all relationships, right? That's correct. No one speaks the same love love languages, I swear. No. So we're here to talk about it and slash maybe get into some fights. I don't really know. We'll just see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. We're just going to wing it. Boys, say hi. Hello, this is Bradley. Hi. (laughs) That is Mark. That that was the other one. Okay, of elimination. Wait, let's get into it. Uh, let's first talk about the love languages for anybody that's lived under a rock for a long time, doesn't know what these are. What are they? So there was a book written by, I believe, Gary Chapman um, that basically broke everything down to saying that there's five love languages that people, you, you have a top love language and that's the way that you want to receive love. That's the way you feel loved. And it's, typical that people don't have the same love language. So you and your partner probably have different love languages. So there's a test you can take online and it will break down what your love language is um, and what your spouse's or your partner's is so you can, you know, show each other love in the way that you, they want to receive it. So, so in other words, so you can still not do each other's love languages and fight the rest of your lives. (laughs) Exactly. But then, you know, you just don't do it. So the five love languages are physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. All right, let's talk about this, guys. What are our love languages? We all took the test. I actually took the test for the first time ever today from Wit. Wit, Wit, what's yours? Okay, so mine is, so my top two are quality time and words of affirmation. Brad, what are yours? I have to look at my cheat sheet here. Uh, By far, quality time and words of affirmation are my top two. Wait, so you guys are the same? So we have the same love languages. That's right now. Didn't always used to be that way. Yeah, my love language for a really long time, my top love language was physical touch. And I don't know if now that we're just like in a set relationship and that needs being met. I don't know, but, um, maybe I'm just getting older. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but yeah, our love languages actually, when we just took the test, they matched up. Okay. So that's incredible. So do you guys not have any problems? We pretty much are just like a perfect couple. We never fight. Um, no, of course we, of course we have problems, but for the most part, we actually do get along really well and we rarely do have like big fights. And so do you guys both have words of affirmation? Is that what it was in quality time? Yep. Quality time is both of our top and then words of affirmation is our second. Okay. Okay. So are by you guys. How, by how much? Aren't they rated? They are. So my quality time was a nine. Brad's was a 10. And then my words of affirmation was an eight and Brad's was a nine. Wow. That's even more matchy and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we talk about us, babe? Yeah, let's let's hear these. This is where shit gets real, people. Okay, so Mark's, what's your love language? Uh, acts of service and physical touch. Those are both rated pretty high. And then uh, what's your last one? 
words of affirmation. Now, what's my first one? Words of affirmation. Yeah. Well, let, to be clear, you have three first, four first ones. All of the four are equal. Words of affirmation, <laughs> physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time. I'll take any of it. But she doesn't like acts of service. They make her angry. <laughs> Which is the thing I love about Mark and I's, right? Like Brad and Wit is so cute. They're all the same. Mark's top one is my last one. And my top one is his last one. So uh, sometimes we struggle just a tad. Right, babe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling to fulfill. Um, I like to say our passion, though, is so hot and we have so much like intense love that... Uh, this love making or well both of <laughs> you us know what I mean? both of us number two is physical touch and they're both rated pretty high so yeah so we might be like ah oh, i freaking hate you and then like we just have sex and we're fine yeah right there's there, yeah there's lots of there's well, lots of that going around see, we, we, <laughs> say, we say we hate you and then we don't we don't touch each other for three days <laughs> <laughs> we true. hate we hate each other can have sex and then literally literally right after be like oh my gosh i love you so much i know you mean so much to me oh my gosh that is not happening at our house if we're mad at each other there is no angry sex at our house at all like if we're angry it's like do not touch me at all and i get over it quicker physically physical touch is my third one but physical touch is Brad's fourth, so he's not. It's not happening. I need a good night's sleep to get over things. So if we ever fight, it's very rare on the same day that we make up because I need to sleep on it. I need a twenty-four hour or an eight hours of sleep. It's very frustrating. Actually, no. But Mark, he has to sleep on stuff too. I'm not even saying that like we can fight and then two seconds later have like makeup sex. I'm just saying it like we. I don't know. How would you describe that? We just. It's weird. It's like we just. I don't know. We we're just so back and forth. We can, like <laughs> we can separate the fight from our shared interest in that particular love language. <laughs> Sounds let's like put a the fight aside. <laughs> Porno. Let's, let's put the fight stop, aside let's and we'll have about sex. Acts of service. <laughs> let's go somewhere where we have some common ground. That's oh my it. gosh! And well, we both have receiving gifts too. But I mean, you're impossible to get a gift for. I don't even know how I would do that for you. That's not true. <laughs> Mark, what kind of gifts would you like to receive? Um, or have she you got me a video best? game yesterday? It's awesome. Yeah. Well, only, but, but tell him why, because he said, all I really want for my birthday is this video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I can also sit here and not think about that conversation and be like so excited about it. Oh, how opposite are women? We don't want to have to tell you what we want. We just want you to know and do it. See, and that, that's a failing recipe. Is that well? Is, is every relationship like that? Because ours is. We, both of our bottom ones were almost receiving gifts. Mine barely existed on there. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, whenever I get a gift from her, it's usually one that I've told her I want. And I'm very. I guess I'm very particular on what I want. I'm like, this is the SKU number and the part number, or whatever it is. <laughs> I want this one and no substitutes. Yeah, that's true. Brad, like, okay. And anytime I think of a gift that he would like, and I'm like, oh, he does. He didn't ask for this. Like, okay, I'm going to get this. He's going to be so excited. I can't keep it a secret. <laughs> I can't keep it a secret until I actually give it to him. I'm like, oh my goodness. I got you something today. Like, 
So it's either very particular or I, and it's rare, but I'll come up with something randomly and then I can't even keep it a secret before I give it to him. See, I think for me with gifts of service though, it, it doesn't even have to be like an actual incredible present. I mean, you could bring me home like a Caramello bar, right? After a exactly. long day and I'm like, yeah, give me some caramely chocolate. Like, Well, because it's not, know. it's not necessarily about the gift. It's the thought. It's yeah. that they thought about you during the day enough to stop and pick it up. Like that's some of my favorite things. Brad's actually very good at that, which both of our, that's our last love language is gifts, but that's he's probably good. probably my favorite first or my best love language of giving yeah he's I good with that it. like he he'll come home with things and i'll be like i didn't even know i wanted this but i do like <laughs> this is great like i would never have thought about this or like there was a time i went out to leave for work um in the morning and he had bought me a coffee had a card in there and a plant just like i hope you have a good day i love you what what um, did you do the day and, before and decorations oh yeah and decorations for my office what? what? <laughs> you were in so much trouble. No, he wasn't. It was like totally random, completely random for no reason. And That's I loved adorable. it. adorable. That's when I was going to the gym at 4.30 a.m. So I had time to do those things. Damn it. Wow. You got to start going back to the gym early. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How's it going in our house, babe? Take, take it away. Um, Brittany says, hey, you should write me notes and get me coffees and surprise me. And I don't do it. <laughs> That's how it goes. Brutal honesty. I'll be honest. But it's not that Mark's an asshole. He, how do you describe yourself? I don't know. What I is only it? speak one language. And, and that, that is sex? That is? That's acts of service and physical touch. <sighs> Sexual service, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Here's Mark and I's biggest thing, right? He, he loves uh, acts of service. That's how he shows love to me. But acts of service is on the list very last for me. And I honestly, you guys, I don't care about it. I will clean my entire house. I will do everything around here. Laundry, cleaning, dishes, all of it. Kids, like I don't, I just do it. I don't care. It doesn't, it's not that it doesn't mean anything to me because Mark always thinks, well, even if I do acts of service, it doesn't, it goes unnoticed. No, it really doesn't. If I come home from somewhere or come home from work and you have the house tidied up or whatever, I love it. It's it's more like, oh, cool. I don't have to do that. But it's not like, oh, he loves me so much. It's more like damn straight, like someone else needs to, you know, step up in this house too. Like, someone else should be doing this but it, occasionally. But at the same point, if you come home and the house is a mess and dishes aren't done, you don't care. I don't care at all. Like, I'm just like, oh, I have something to do tomorrow. Opposite, <laughs> opposite of Brad and Whitney's house. <laughs> That's true. Brad's got a lot going on. So I feel like I do the majority of the housework right now. And yeah, occasionally I'm like, why don't you do the effing dishes <laughs> or do some laundry? <laughs> like, you know, like I, I would actually rather do laundry than the dishes. I hate the dishes. And so that to me, I'm like, you know, if you, if you could do the dishes, that would be great. Like, and I, it's not even like, I'm not even sure if I feel, I don't feel like he loves me when he does the dishes. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so nice. He loves me so much. I'm just like, yeah, do the freaking dishes. <laughs> it's about time he got up his ass. <laughs> but to help, to help our marriage in this, this is a, a confession. So to help our marriage on this, because she definitely doesn't like to do it. I definitely don't like to do it. But she has more free time, so she oh kind of gets goodness. to the has to stage. No, you guys, but, it's not that I have more free time. It is that if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. It's not going to get done. Boom. What, what about the cleaning lady? To, that's where I'm going. 
to help to help our marriage. I had to uh, put in a couple extra hours at work so we could afford oh a cleaning gosh. lady. You guys, <laughs> don't let him fool you with this bullshit. Okay. Guys, it's me. He hired me. <laughs> no, we literally. I don't care uh, who I pay. I, I found someone up on like up away where we live. She came greatly recommended, and she's fairly like for cleaning services. She was like a really good price. So I don't. I work full time and Britt and I do the podcast and we're raising kids. Like there's a lot going on. I do not want to spend, like I can do the day to day. I do the dishes. I do the laundry. I keep up on all that kind of stuff, make the beds, all that kind of stuff. But I don't want to spend my weekends where those are like my only two free days. I don't want to spend it scrubbing the oven or, you know, like doing the baseboards or like, yeah, doing my shower or all that kind of, like I don't want to waste my time doing that because I don't feel like I get a ton of free time. So Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so that that has been very good for our marriage. And you guys, we've only we've only done we've done it twice. So it's not even like, oh, we bought a housekeeper for a year. No, like we just barely hired. This she's more of a lady. therapist than anything. <laughs> she's really she's really helping us though. It's great. But if Brad could still do the dishes occasionally, that would be great. <laughs> just saying, that would be great. Side note: he he is taking notes over there. <laughs> P.S. No, like I don't I don't know what it is. I've just always liked to clean and it doesn't bother me. I legit like strap on an apron. I'm always just doing shit. I mean, I don't even know. Like, listen, Mark's pretty spoiled around here. I am spoiled. Brittany speaks all five love languages fluently every hour. Like Don't let my unicorn horn poke you because you're sitting really close to me. No, I'm I'm very fulfilled, and I never have any complaints about any about feeling loved. Right, right. But on the other side of that, I would say that <clears throat> um, Brittany probably doesn't get even part of what she needs. <laughs> so, do you think that she's so good at filling fulfilling your love languages that you're just like, oh? I feel loved, so she must feel loved? No. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if it's like, oh, I feel so, so much loved and not even thinking like... Maybe. You know, like, oh, we're just content. Like, everything's good. Here's a thought. You can fact check me on this. What if in every relationship, there's only 10 pounds of love languages that can fly around? Okay? That's the rule. It can't be more than that. Okay? Like, it just can't. So if someone in the relationship is giving nine and a half pounds a day of love languages, there's only a small portion left. There's only half a pound left. But if maybe two people that are throwing around heavy weights all day long might cause a problem. Do you guys see what I'm dealing with here? Yeah, see, I don't agree with this either. Because I, like, I feel like it's more of <laughs> the filling the cup kind of a thing like every time you do something that fills someone's cup up you know their cup can overrun with love but just because your cup's overrunning with love doesn't mean that the person that's like filling your cup up doesn't mean their cup's like full but what if we're both taking what what if we're both holding a cup that's 10 ounces why do we have to use measurements oh my god i can't i'm like not even smart enough to that's what i said like your your cup could be overflowing you know you could be overflowing with love but that doesn't mean that that her cup is overflowing like she's filling your cup but that doesn't mean her cup listen this is just a stupid (laughs) justification for my shortcomings (laughs) (laughs) i know it's not right (laughs) 
He's also very analytical, if you can't tell. He's, he's always like a, a number or like a, a measurement Usually, of something. Yeah. But I'd like to know if there's any listeners out there that have had this, what Mark's talking about. There's two people in a relationship. They both have 10-pound love languages coming. <laughs> so there's 20 pounds in one house. That's a lot of love language. I want to know if there's any listeners out there and how well, maybe if you it, guys have struggles too. Maybe it's kind of like um, maybe if there's too much love going around – then you're taking, then you kind of take it for granted with, you know, so then it's not as special and that could cause problems. Yeah. I, I think we should know. Okay. Anyone out there, listeners, if you and your partner are both really good at speaking each other's love languages, we want to know if you still have issues. Wit and I disagree because we just feel like you would be so in love. Yeah. We both feel like if you were both getting your love languages fulfilled, there would be like hardly, and I'm not saying that you wouldn't have other issues come up, but we both, Britt and I both feel like for the most part, you'd be super in love and things would be really good. I have to back up here because something you just said, Mark, I'm confused about. Are you saying that I do so much for you that it doesn't even really mean anything anymore? Because I'll take all that shit away and see how you feel. <laughs> no, I'm saying that you do so much that even my smallest love language which is words of affirmation still make me feel loved does that make sense that's deep like even the big things that like mean a lot to me like sometimes i'm just like honestly i'm just spoiled like i have like the perfect partner that gives all the love in the world oh my god he's fulfilling my love language right now (laughs) take note of it (laughs) that's the words of affirmation right there keep going keep going but i also think that the more (laughs) somebody gives the more they need oh mark do you have 10 you have nine and a half pounds of love language to give her I'm just a love fatty. <laughs> no, like the thing is, he's not totally wrong. But Mark sometimes thinks that it's like I like it's he he can sometimes feel like it's never enough for me. But I disagree. I just love it all day, every day. It all makes me happy. You could literally strap me in a giant baby Bjorn to like your chest and carry me around on you all day and tell me how pretty I am. I would like, like to see that. Actually, I would be so happy. So that's those are those are your two top love languages though, right? Yeah. Words of affirmation and physical touch. So yeah. if you were just like bear clawed to him all day long and he was just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're so pretty, you do such a good job, you'd just be like, Yes. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's not that it's not fulfilling. It's just like I can't get enough of it. Like I love, love, love too. And I think that probably stems from my past and like things I've been through and not always feeling wanted in my life, you know, and by parents or previous spouses, whatever, right? Like, I think it's got to stem somewhere psychologically. But here's the deal with Mark. When he writes a card, you guys, watch out. Like... So he's good with words if you're writing it down. Oh, my gosh. Think. If he's writing it, it's some of the best shit I've ever had in my life. No, it is the best. And I have a whole drawer upstairs of all of his cards. Oh, I do too. Because Brad's also very good at that. So there you go. But I think with this love languages too, it's you might have the love language of words of affirmation, but I think on a personal thing, it goes down to how much you need of that to be fulfilled. So I might need one every quarter of words of affirmation where other people might need it like 30 times a day. And I think it's trying to find that 
person of whatever. What the balance is. Yeah, what the balance is. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I think it depends on where you're at personally, too. Like, I know there's times in my life where if I'm, like, feeling confident and I'm on it and I'm rocking life and I'm, you know, full of self-love, like, I don't need as much from Mark, right? Like, he might be able to just text me once during the day and be like, hey, babe, you know, want you to know I love you and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful you're my wife. And, like, I'm fulfilled all day, right? Um, but then there are times where if I'm a little bit more needy or down or whatever the circumstance is, like, strap me in your baby Bjorn. Carry me with you. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree with that. Um, Because even though Brad and my top love languages, like they match, it doesn't mean that we need the exact same from each other or that he needs the exact same words of affirmation that I need or even quality time. Because, you know, quality time to him could be like, well, let's put the kids to bed and we'll sit on the couch. Where I'm like, no, I want to go out on a date. Like, I want to get out. I want to do something different. Like, it doesn't mean that it, it's the same thing for us. Actually, that's a great point. I, I, I love that you said that. Because it really is different for some people. I think you're pro- Mark's probably more like, he can just sit on the couch every night with me on opposite ends of the couch watching our shows. He is, like, more fulfilled than anyone in the universe. Just because I'm in the room. Is this on your phone or off your phone? Like, can you guys be on your phones <laughs> while you're on the phone? Oh, let's <laughs> not get into this. You guys. My husband thinks he's never on Wait, his let's, phone. Let's start. Let's start where this is supposed to start because we just all took this test, and there was one question in the test that only just referenced if it makes you upset that your partner's on. It the basically phone. said, "Do you want your partner to look at you when they're talking and not at their phone?" Kind of, yeah. Something like that. Like I didn't get it. I didn't, eye contact that's and kind not of, have them be on the phone. That's kind of a little bit uh, sharper than they... That's even more dis- harsh, okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting harsh now. <laughs> but it brought, up a, it brought up a conversation between Brad and Whitney about who is on their phone more. And... <laughs> I just... I want to preference this whole thing by saying this is not something that we argue about a lot like this isn't like a sore spot in our marriage this isn't like we get home and they're either one of us are saying like my gosh you're always on your phone like we never have this conversation but But whenever it's brought up this question definitely struck a nerve oh whitney had some daggers coming out of her eyes to You guys, he thinks, the on, he thinks I'm on the phone all the time. And granted, I am on the phone quite a bit. Like Brittany and I run the, our Instagram account. Like my kids are on my phone. Like I am on the phone quite a bit. And yes, I definitely could do better. I could manage my time better and get off the phone. But this guy here thinks he is never on the phone. And I am going to start a new Instagram account called <laughs> Brad's Never on His Phone. And it's just going to be pictures of Brad <laughs> on his phone all the time. Which brings me to my next point. There will also be a second website going up <laughs> called Winning is always on her phone. So the 10 to 1 post that we do. And all of mine will be hashtag working. I'm working. We'll let the phone analyze. There's, al- there's always an excuse. Oh my gosh. I she even you. threw one out casually in there that her kids are on there. Yeah, she's like, well, <laughs> my we kids need, are always on it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. Because they're like, well, you guys, you can just look at your phone usage. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I have children that get on my phone and or like they're throwing a fit in the grocery store. My three-year-old is really into tantrums right now. So I'm like, oh, if I throw on a little video for her, she can watch that while I finish grocery shopping. Or like my kids are on my phone. So I don't feel so like how, that. How do we know whose phone they were using? Because they use mine too. They don't. You're never home. Um, <laughs> so I don't feel like that. Like that plays a part. That plays a part. 
So we can't just get into the phone analytics and be like, you spent three hours on your phone today. Okay, well, we'll how we'll much let of the that websites, was the kids? We'll let the website tell us. <laughs> you guys can go vote. This Listen, is a friendly competition. I seriously think there are so many marriages out there that have this issue, though, of like one person being on their phone too much or even maybe both people on their phone. Like how many times do we go out to dinner and you just see people like on their phones? I don't like, see people on their phones because I'm on Winnie's looking, looking at her phone. <laughs> see, but that's my thing is I, when we're out to dinner or we're watching a movie or something like that, I feel like I'm not on my phone, but I always look over. I shouldn't say always. That's a hard word. <laughs> Okay, I no, casually look he, over frequently. That is, okay, I, I'm going to get the time. There's a phone. And how many, how many times have I had him. to say, how many times have I had to say, like, honey, uh, we're, watch, we're watching a movie here. Do you want me to turn off the movie? Okay. Do you want me to turn off the movie? That, I'm going to give that one to him. That, that is true. Not when we're out to dinner. If we're out to dinner and we're literally spending quality time, I don't pull out my phone. But if we're sitting on the couch watching a show, to me, like. Which is daily. Daily. Almost. Nightly. We put, we put the kids to bed and then we'll turn on a show. And I, I am, I'm on my phone and I'm going through and I'm liking posts or I'm, I'm doing stuff like sometimes I'm just bullshitting on my phone. Absolutely. Because I don't feel like that that's, to me, that's not necessarily like a huge quality time where see, there's the difference. He feels like that's quality time. I shouldn't be on my phone to me. I'm like, we're just hanging out. I'm going to like jump on and comment on people's stuff and, you know, get a post ready for tomorrow or be prepared for tomorrow. But that's the difference. Like he's, he's considering that quality time where I'm just like, Oh, this is just a bullshitting time right now. Maybe so I will give that to him. I Maybe am. I don't have Fair enough. Instagram friends. You don't. You don't. Do you guys will we'll send it out there? Go follow my husband so he feels loved. No, just kidding. Go give Brad pity followers. I look at Instagram for about five minutes and I'm completely bored. So. So now he's on to TikTok, <laughs> which is very fascinating. <laughs> That's it, you guys. He figured out. He found TikTok, and now that is like his go-to thing, and he'll spend that like an hour made, on it before bed. That has made my screen time go up by like four hundred percent. Seriously, seriously. No, the phone thing is a. It, that's an actual debate between people. I how do you, how are we? I don't feel like. I think Mark has gotten frustrated with me a few times and it's our podcast account. It gets yep. me in trouble Yeah, because sometimes we'll be out to dinner and I'll just be like, okay, babe, I have to just do this really fast or I have to just message this person back really fast. And, and I don't even think he would notice or care because Mark's not a very big, like he doesn't notice much. I don't think, or he doesn't seem to care about too much. He doesn't speak up. Yeah. And so then when he does, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. Like, I'm like, I never thought that would even affect you or bother you. Whitney, does that, does it bother you? Does it affect you? What? <laughs> I think you're on the phone too much. Yes. It makes me very angry at you. Because <laughs> she's in denial. <laughs> but I don't think Mark's on his phone a lot either. Like sometimes he'll be playing a game, you know, or this or that, but it's, it's always in like a downtime or if I'm overdoing dishes or Whatever, but I'm also kind of the wife that's like, listen, you just worked a 15 hour shift at a laborious job. Like go sit down for a minute. Like go have your chill time. Yes. See, okay. I get what you're saying because that's, that's the difference I think in mine and Brad's because if I'm making dinner and he's like, I, he just got home. Yeah. Sit on your phone for a few minutes. But then when I'm trying to get everyone fed or, okay, it's time to get everyone ready for bed, get off the damn phone and help me do this. That's why I think I jump on my phone when we're watching a show because I'm like, well, I don't have any other really responsibility. So I feel like I can do it right now instead of like when all the kids are awake and things are going on and I feel like I need to get other things done. Asterisk, we probably cook dinner 50-50. No, we do. We definitely do. 
It's not, I'm not cooking dinner every night. Brad definitely cooks quite a bit. So, <laughs> all right, I, no, I, we'll move on from this one. I swear to you, every time I'm over at Wit's house or I stop in there, like Brad's cooking dinner. And I like, well, I'm like, what's happening here? Yep, I don't, he cooks this a is lot. A strange, Thank you for solidifying that. Really. This is a strange atmosphere. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I bought Del Taco once. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I will say about Mark, because I think he's going to get a bad rap for all of this. Um, when Mark is sweet, he is the sweetest person I've ever been with. When he puts the effort in, you really are the sweetest guy. And when, especially when you write it down, that's why I'm always saying to him, listen, I don't expect poetry and freaking writing in, writing in on a horse every single day. Like, right. You don't have to be Mr. Romantic, like all shits and giggles aside. But I do say to him, like, sometimes I would love to just find a little note. Sometimes it is just something small, like a candy bar or something you're bringing home or when we're sitting on the couch, rub my feet or something, you know, without having to ask. That is women's biggest number one thing I don't want to have to say I want this we actually do want you to read our minds as unfair as that may be and it, it's totally unfair and I do I feel yeah. like that was a big part of my first marriage failing because I did just expect him to know that I needed this or I would say it once and then be like well I told you so you should know that instead of reminding <laughs> and so that was a big thing going into my marriage with Brad is that I need to speak up and let him know my needs. But we also do, I mean, there, there's still an expectation of, you know me, you you know what I need or what I would like yes. or, you know, it's still there. That's my biggest thing sometimes. I'm like, babe, we've been together for five years, over five years. Like, you know this, like you should know what I want in my stocking at Christmas. So you should know me by now. Little trinkety shit. It's like so easy. I swear I'm the easiest person. She wants 30 bottles of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's in a podcast episode. Um, you, don't you think or do you find me difficult? You're way more difficult than you think you are. That's not even true. That is so true. <laughs> I think that's very true of just women in general. <laughs> no way. Like I'm like, listen, in my stocking, like give me some nail polishes, lip gloss, some chocolates, like a Nicholas Sparks book. It's not that hard. Oh my gosh, I Brad go and I candy. have the opposite problem. I go with candy and like an orange. I try to find like space fillers in the stocking. <laughs> yeah, that's how we pretty much do the stocking. It's like, how much candy can we put in this shit? <laughs> so I don't have to buy these sentimental gifts. <laughs> there's time, no room for it, then there's no room for it. <laughs> one time, one Christmas in my stocking, Mark, he, he like didn't have any ideas. And so he legit bought like a Costco size of those lint truffle balls. There's probably like 750 yes. in there. The whole stocking was filled with balls. There was nothing else in there, just chocolate balls. We know you love balls, so it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, and you ate them all with a smile. <laughs> you love chocolate. That was a good, thoughtful gift. Well, see, here's the thing. It's because I'm like, a love fatty, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's like, oh, I just fill it with candy. But it's not just like random candy he grabbed. He's like, oh, I'll just put this in there. It's always candy that I like. I, I like chewy that. candy. So it's always like, it's, it's just always stuff that I like. So the thought is still there, I think. Well, this is something that came to my mind too, all right? I think you need to know this. Words of affirmation. So you, when you try, you're very, very sweet. And also Mark at the drop of a dime will help or do anything I ever ask him to. Like, I don't care if he's dead asleep in the middle of the night. If I came in and was like, hey, I need you to go, you know, clean the garage out. I mean, that who would ever, that would never happen. I'm just saying it would, it could be Two that in the morning, extreme. This is, go Ma clean the this garage. is Mark, uh, Mark always has a clean garage. So <laughs> no, it could, it could be something like that <laughs> extreme though, right? Where he really would do anything for me and, and I do see that. Do you know I see that? 
I feel like you're getting a little insecure that I might feel like you're beating me up or something. Like I don't do stuff right and it's okay. Like I don't care what people think. <laughs> like <laughs> well, and I don't I don't feel like I'm really it's bad at getting gifts. I'm bad at filling stockings. No, I'm not gonna lie, you're <laughs> I don't do a whole lot of the love languages all the time. It's okay. He doesn't, and and that is a fact. I'm just saying sometimes I also think that like I it's not that I care what people think. I just feel like you're being made out to do absolutely nothing and I want you to have the credit for some of the shit you do actually do. But yes, it's not enough sometimes. No, uh, no, not enough. I'm saying like it doesn't happen often enough. That's how I wanted to say that. See, I think Mark's love language, not just with like relationship of husband and wife, but his acts of service. Like he helped me out one day. I had a sprinkler problem. <laughs> I was getting a uh, grass put in or sod the next day and he came over just to be there for like two minutes and he helped me till like one or two in the morning digging up a broken sprinkler in the mud and helped me out. So I see the acts of service is not just like a relationship thing for Mark. It's well, what yeah. you, to the what world. you don't know is he just likes digging holes. I also <laughs> wrote you a love letter and left it in the bottom of the hole. So <laughs> maybe one day, if you ever dig that up Shit, again, now we're gonna have to dig that up. Yeah. F it's you, under Brad. Concrete now, so that's, but that's I I also write Brittany letters and things all the time. Should I go get a shovel in the backyard? Just, Are they out there? I just hide them way too good. I just need to like leave them out in the open or something. <laughs> Oh my gosh, someone, okay. There was a guy that said that that was his relationship advice. He's like, when you're first together or first married, write your wife tons of love notes and hide them all over the house because she'll find that shit for years <laughs> and be thinking that you thought of her that day. He's like, it's great. It's perfect. That's Which is brilliant. Oh, anyway, I don't know. To sum that up, I just want to know I'm thought about and cared about, you know? Because I do do a lot around here. Yeah, you want to know that. You just don't want me to say, hey, I'm thinking about you and I care about you. No, tell her her butt looks good, how pretty she is. That oh, meal he, was the best thing you've ever eaten. Actually, Mark, you do compliment my looks a lot. I never miss a moment. Brad never and, compliments my looks. <laughs> See, we're, we're focused on Mark here, but uh, to be honest on our side, we know what each other's are. Like the words of affirmation, ooh, I'm bad at giving that. Even though that's one of Whitney's uh, top ones. So it's maybe once a quarter, unfortunately. Yeah. He, Even though I'm thinking is, these things, I'm just not the mushy, like, oh, you look so sexy today. Never. That never happens. I'm never. thinking it. I just don't put it out in the world. I need to know. No, he never does. And so there, it will come down to a time <laughs> where I feel like we, I've gotten dressed up for something and we're going out and I'm like, do I look good? Like, do you like the, like, I have to actually ask do you because even he notice, doesn't. you asshole? Or I'll be like, oh, okay, I do this. And he'll, he, he finally commented on it. Cause he'll, he'll text me and be like, how was your day? I'm like, good. I did four loads of laundry. I did the dishes. I unloaded and I reloaded. I swept. Like I'm giving him a play by play of what I did because I want him. He's not going to say anything when he gets home. He's not even going to be like, the house looks so good. Did He's pick, never going to say anything. I'll text back. Did you, did you pick up sour cream? Did you remember sour cream? <laughs> Yeah, and I need him to just say, babe, that's awesome. You did a lot during the day. Good for you. Like, I just need him to, like, give me some, you know. Oh, my god! Just to affirm that I'm, like, doing a good job and never. So I'm always, like, I did this and this and this and that. Like, I'm giving him a list of things that I did. Dude, she just made me feel so normal because I do the same shit. I know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now you guys know how to respond. I know everything that she did. And now that I'm on a different work schedule, like, I'll be home with the – the baby and you know i might have a productive day in there once in a while where i'll do a bunch of stuff and the thought will 
creep into my mind like I could write a big long text of all this stuff I just did, but I don't. Could you could <laughs> you, you, could you, you be it. a stay at home dad, Mark? Could you um, could you do that? There's so many like uh, Brad could not. There's so many more <laughs> Whitney, questions. Whitney couldn't do that either. But re- <laughs> I could not be a stay at home dad. I don't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, I've been spending a lot more time at home um, because I work a different schedule now, and I like a lot about it. But see, when I went also... on vacation for three days, and I about killed myself. <laughs> not, <laughs> not really, not really. But it was a struggle. I was like, okay. How much money do I need to make to pay someone to stay home with my kids? <laughs> we have a nanny and we have a cleaner now. Oh. This is also a sore subject in our marriage. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's not that sore, but I work full time and my youngest is three and they're like, Brad will be done with school next year. And so my big thing is I want to go part time. I, I don't think I am cut out to stay home full time. I think I will go crazy. Um, I like to be around people that invigorates me. And I like having the responsibility of being in the work work world, but I want to stay home part time, and Brad is not for that. Because we both can't stay home. It's well. So when when I say that, it's when 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 I get home from work, <laughs> I hear the the kids are yours. I'm out of here. Like oh I'm not gosh. taking I'm How, not taking care of the kids. It's your that, t- it's your turn. When has that honestly ever happened? How many okay. times has that ever happened? <laughs> How many Babe, times do you remember? Have you worked from home? Mark, do you remember in the beginning of this podcast episode when we thought they lined up on everything they did? See? And for a moment, I felt bad. This is making me feel better. Yeah, see, you guys are like, oh, you guys matched. Oh, you guys are so cute. You have no We problems. did match, but we didn't go with what are we. That's what well, we like to receive, but not well, no, what we that, put out in the world. <laughs> no, that almost proves the point. Like, that's not necessarily a love language, but they both match in the same way that neither of them really can do this responsibility 100% of the time. Yeah. Right. And that causes an issue like you guys just explained. Yes, it does. So there need, there almost needs to be a little bit of lopsidedness and that's where I'm lucky because even though I am home four days a week, like I probably do more damage to the house and the kids in those four days. And then Brittany, the three days she has off, whips everything back into shape and makes me look like a hero. (laughs) No, but that's the difference, again, because acts of service I don't care about. So when I come home from work and yeah, like the house will be messy or whatever, um, sometimes I'll have the thoughts of like, oh my gosh, everything I did this morning was undone. But because cleaning doesn't like piss me off, it's not a huge deal. I actually feel like, hey, you know what? Mark played with our daughter and he works really hard for us. Like, great. I honestly, it affects me more to not have my other love languages. So if I would come home, the house could be a complete shit disaster. But if there was like some flowers on the table and and a card or something, like I wouldn't, that'd be amazing. Hint. And you'd be getting sex that night. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink. You would just have to find the flowers in the card under <laughs> a pile hidden. of They're Del hidden. Taco wrappers and, <laughs> and diapers. Okay, so let's, we had a bunch of listeners write in. We want to cover this. Um, and we wanted to throw it out there and ask people, we can talk about our own marriages all day long, but we threw it out there to our listeners and our followers. What 
what struggles do love language, you know, issues create in your marriage or your relationship, whatever you're in? Okay, here are some answers. <clears throat> One person said, pushing him to talk when he's not ready. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Oh, um, yeah. I, Brad Brad gets mad. Like he said, he needs to sleep on things. And it drives me nuts. Don't because, talk to me the same day. <laughs> yeah, that is, I mean, okay. This is how we deal with issues. Usually it's me getting mad at him for something. Then he gets mad back. And then I'm offended that he's mad that I'm mad. <laughs> and then I get over it and I want to hug and make up and love. And I want him to cuddle me and tell me that everything's going to be okay. And he, he like has to sleep it off. And so then I am like, my feelings are hurt all day long that he won't just like love on me. And then he has to sleep it off. And then the next day he makes a joke about it. Like it was 20 years ago. And like, remember that time? <laughs> Yeah, but he won't talk about things like right off the bat. Oh, so one of one of our <clears throat> probably our worst arguments we've ever had. We <laughs> we argued and <clears throat> anyways we were both mad at each other. So we go to bed and guess who comes creeping up to my side of the bed trying to snuggle? Whitney. <laughs> so she touches me and like, hey, let's snuggle. And I was like, nope. We are in a fight right now, so I went and slept on the couch that night. It's the only time I've done that, by the way. And I but, spent all night crying because of insecurities of like past relationships, yeah. you know? Then it's like, well, shoot, does he even feel like this is worth it? Like, is it, does he feel like our marriage is over? Or like, it's just, you know, so I'm like, I need, I need that reassurance, that love again of like, okay, we're mad at each other, but you still love me. But I had like a solid seven hours of angry sleep, which is good. <laughs> But I woke up and all my anger was gone. I think that one took about two days, but, but only, on the, only on the couch on the one couch. night. This is like classic, right? Like, I'm so guilty of this too. Like, Mark is just like, I just want to go to sleep. And I'm like, great. So just keep rejecting me. <laughs> you know? I just, just make me feel even more rejected. And I'll just go downstairs and I won't sleep all night. And you don't even care. Right? Yeah. This Sounds was during it. the time that Whitney was doing her like fitness competitions and it was like two days or three days before competition. So she was only eating like 400 calories a day. So she was depleted and I wasn't no having carbs. it. I was a bitch. Uh, actually, sure. I'm pretty sure that's episode five. If yep. you go way back oh, down, it's called Eat go. a Sandwich, You Psycho. Yep. So there's that's that. what that's about. <laughs> no, and then, the, but Mark's kind of like, he's the same way. He'll wake up in the morning, right? I'm up all night, just slept for maybe five minutes. I'm panicking. I'm going into like crazy psychotic spirals of how I'm not good enough and where everyone's going to be divorced or some shit, right? He's up there sound asleep the whole night. And then he'll wake up in the morning like, bye, baby. Got to go to work. Love you. And I'm like, don't you effing touch me. Are you kidding? Now you're going to touch me. Now you're going to touch me. Now like, things are fine. Yeah, we got eight terrible. hours of sleep. Yeah. And then, but this is like the craziest part. And then he leaves and goes to work. And I'm like, what? Like, he doesn't even care. <laughs> he hasn't texted me 40 times. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, you know, whoever wrote that one in, you're not alone. Uh, we have no advice for you. We do the same thing. <laughs> um, I, I would say, honestly, don't push it and just also don't try not to spiral out of control either. Just let him talk when he's ready. Actually, I've gotten I've gotten a little better over the years of just being like, I'll give up earlier. Like it might not be 2 a.m. It could be 11 p.m. And I'll just be like, fine, F off and go downstairs and I let him sleep. And then I'm like, OK, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone else said, trying to get my husband to accommodate my love language. I mean, yeah, we, we pretty much, you know. That's everybody. That's everybody. Yep. And I think that goes with the, I think you need to have another podcast on so it's love languages. I think it's mixed with this personality test, which people at work were talking about. So I took that today too. <clears throat> Anyways, it goes in and talks about what my personality characteristics are. And I think those mix with love languages is a huge component to this. Yeah. Which is why we both have equation. the same love languages, but we receive them differently. Yeah. Different personalities. I've never taken a personality test. Okay. Okay. After this is over, we're going to take some personality tests. Oh my gosh. I'll post what I am. It's like a psycho. Does that come out? As one? <laughs> is that a color? Is that a color? Is that a color? Um, okay. Someone said, I love words of affirmation and my husband isn't great at giving them. We're still working on it. Amen, sister. Uh, someone says, does it take me going crazy for him to step in and help? Mm. Or pack a there's, bag and leave? Well, there, and there's so many questions there. Is Does yeah. he know? that you want him to step in or, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many questions there. Are you, are you not saying anything until you're to the point of blowing up? Like, why don't you ever do the effing dishes? Why don't you ever step in and help? Or, cause we talked about that on another episode. Sometimes men just need to be asked. Yeah. You know, so that leaves, there's a lot of questions there. Well, it's the same, the same person wrote in and also said, I would love my husband to step in more. I'm extremely independent, but why the hell? Oh, oh, wait, that's the first one. Hold on, hold on. I would love my husband to step in more. I'm extremely independent, but why the hell does it take me going crazy for him to step in and help? Okay, that makes more sense. That does make more sense. <laughs> Sorry about that. Read that in the wrong order. Um, Gentlemen, do you got anything on that one? Um... <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you guys, Mark's actual love languages, okay, are food and sanity. So you can scratch even like acts of service. It, he feels the most loved when I'm a sane person, quote, direct from his mouth. And like, I just take care of like feeding him every day. Right. And, and I used to be like, really offended by that. You know what I mean? And like, but now we laugh at it. It's kind of a funny joke. Like, oh, his love languages are sanity and food. But really, like when I'm happy and calm and how would you describe that? I don't know. Like, I think because I'm thinking of this girl, like whoever this is that wrote in, why does it take her going crazy? Sometimes I used to feel that way. Like you, you kind of feel crazy being like, I don't get it. Like, why don't you care? Or why don't you want to do these things? Right. But it's all about that communication. I don't know. Does that make sense? I would say uh, don't go crazy. And you almost have to be analytical about it. Yeah. <laughs> I would think of like, make a spreadsheet, be like, here, here's all the things I do. Here's the things you do. Like, we yeah. got to equal, we got to balance this out like 50 50 and maybe see how that goes. Do you guys hear yeah, that? You're, Brad and Mark are both very analytical. Yeah. Your husband still loves you. He's just, He's it's just, just not natural for him to step in and help. Well, and the other thing too is you, uh, you put in here that you're extremely independent. So your husband probably doesn't, even, he might not even realize that you want or need the help. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> well, because I feel like that's with Mark. Like he watches me run circles around this house all day, like doing everything. He knows I don't mind doing it. I'm independent in that sense. So he doesn't sit and think like, oh, I should probably get up and help her. He's just like, cool, she's got it. Yeah, because that's not your love language. Yeah. No. <laughs> If she, if she needs help, she just says, hey, I need help. And I can speak that love language really good. 
Okay, someone else wrote in and said, I need touch and my husband isn't good at it at all. Something we still struggle with after five years together. Does that make you feel normal? That sounds familiar. Yeah, but I don't like struggle with it. You know what I'm saying? People still have issues after years and years and years. And sometimes you think like, why have we been together for over five years and we still have like issues? I've never thought that we don't have issues. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I This was a big thing for me actually in my first marriage because... um. I think I said this earlier, my, when I took this test years ago, my top number one was physical touch. And, um, my ex was definitely, that was probably one of his last love languages, which was really hard. You know, he didn't need it. So it wasn't important to him, even though it was very important to me. Um, I, I think it's just something until the other person really gets that that's how you feel loved. And because they don't speak that love language and it's not their top priority, it's hard to give love in that way. So it is probably something that you're going to, it's just going to be a work on thing and a reminder thing constantly. So I am a husband and that, <laughs> that was a, that was a struggle with us at the beginning of our marriage. And because I'm not, like affectionate in public or when we go out or, you know, that it's just not me, but something that did help was first. She told me that that's what she needed in a good, nice way. And then when I did do it, she told me that, Hey, that made me feel good. And I feel like it's gotten better and better and it hasn't really been an, an issue. So I don't know. I could feel like I might be able to give a little advice there because I'm, you're probably feeling the same thing Brittany did. Maybe. I don't know. Well, and I think, uh, not like I'm qualified to give advice. (laughs) No, I think that's good. And I think, I think a big thing that people don't think about too, as women, like we need to not take everything so personal. And that's what I've had to learn too. Like I had to get to a place where it's like, okay, not everything is the under the assumption that it's because Mark doesn't love me. He just isn't good at some of these things and it doesn't come natural to him. Right. And that can be a frustration to me and something I can communicate and say, Hey, I, I, I kind of need more of this. I need to feel a little bit more fulfilled and not always be pissed off and, um, frustrated and not communicating and offended by it or assuming it's because he doesn't love me that those are the things I had to learn. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not- Cause I've, I've been there too. Yeah. You have to learn that this, it's not necessarily personal. They're not doing it to offend you or make you upset. They, they might not know. And so stating that and then stating it again, occasionally, you know, or asking nicely or, and then when they do, when they do do that thing that you need, praising them on it or whatever, you know, I, I get you. I feel you. I've been there. Uh, and then we had some more people write in. It's pretty universal though. They're all kind of the same. Um, so we don't have to read everybody's off. I mean, most people that wrote in were just basically saying how they don't match up, right? Or how to get the other person to do it. Um, it is. It's hard to show your spouse. We all want to show love languages in the way we need it. It's That's just what comes natural, you know? So uh, let's let's end with this question, you guys. What is your most favorite thing that your spouse has done for you love language-wise? What, what's like a one memory that sticks out to you? Don't everyone jump at once. <laughs> uh, we'll edit out the silence. Yeah, we'll edit this out. Um, 
Okay, I, I thought I'll, of Brad's, but I didn't think of mine. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll go first. I'll I will use first. the one that Whitney gave me later. <laughs> Whitney told me to say this. Uh, no, I I think mine is probably for a few years. I've kind of hinted to Mark I wanted this attachment onto my ring. And I think what we've may, maybe even talked about this over Christmas or something. Um, and, I, and I hinted and hinted and hinted. And like you guys, it got to a point where like after a few years, I was like, what the actual hell? Like, is he stupid? Like, why does he not understand? I've like straight up even said, hey, just so you know, for like Christmas or Valentine's Day or anniversary, like I would love this thing. I even slid the magazine across the table, circled it in permanent marker, cut out the thing, right? Like highlighted the price. No, it never came. One time in my, in my Christmas stocking of all the balls, I like felt in there and I thought I felt something and I was like... <gasps> it's a ring box. And it wasn't, I don't even know if you know this. And I was so devastated. Like every holiday I would have my hopes up. It's going to be the time. It's going to be the time, right? Never happened. And then I don't even know, did I express that to you at some point or like be sad about it? After every holiday, it was a meltdown. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would not even say a meltdown. Okay. Drama. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fast forward. So last Christmas, he actually not only got me this ring, but sent me on the cutest little scavenger hunt, wrote the words, the verbal was there, right? And led me to this ring finally. And I was in tears. Like it meant so much to me. I also was like, thank God, finally. Just kidding. Just kidding, baby. You have, to, you have to build that anticipation, you know? <laughs> Need took, some letdowns first. Yeah, it took me years to make that moment just right. And... I nailed it. <laughs> so if you think your husbands are failing out there, just know that it's he's all planning there, something in a few years. It's just taking this long. <laughs> just like I hid notes in the walls and behind things. Eventually, you can't even joke about that because one day you're going to come home and I'm going to have this place bulldozed to the ground. I just needed it's love. She rock like torn out of the walls. Like, where's that note? <laughs> I just wasn't fulfilled. Uh, what, a, what? Who else? Anybody have anything? Yeah, Brad has a really good one. It brought me to tears. <laughs> okay, before he goes, I I thought like I feel like Brad does a lot for me and so it was it was trying to think through like all these things, but one of the things he did a few years ago, he got a phone call and I was actually kind of annoyed with it at first, but um when we bought our first house together, like literally we're moving in and he got a phone call from our bank and they just partnered up with like this travel agency and they were selling this like I can't even remember how much it was, but like, oh, for like $2,000, you can get a seven week stay, um, like at a resort and also a seven day cruise to take it like separate times. It was like $1,300. Oh, okay. It's a steal of a deal, everyone. It was a really, it was a really good deal, but I was like, we're literally just moving into a new house. Now we have a mortgage to pay, like all these things. I was kind of freaking out about it, but he did that. And then we ended up booking it and taking, you know, the seven day trip at one time, like one year. And then the next year we did the cruise. And both of those have been some of my favorite quality time with Brad. So even though I was annoyed that he did it, it ended up being like some of my very favorite things ever. So back to Mark's point, I did that. And it was about four years later that we actually used it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> See, just, just hang in there, ladies. <laughs> it's coming, even if you feel like you're exhausted and depleted. It, 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 it's coming, hopefully. What about you? Who else? Come on. Me. I'll, I'll go Boys. real quick. It's hard to choose one because, like I said at the beginning of this uh, podcast, um, 
I get a lot. I get a lot all the time. But I would say, like, there's always times where I'll be tired and I'll sleep in and everything will be taken care of when I wake up and there will be hot breakfast being made and coffee and she's always buying me stuff when she's out like hey I bought you a coffee or I got you a smoothie or it's just so much there's so much love <laughs> I don't even know there's not like a specific time like oh whoa 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 I bought you an NFL ticket to see your team for Christmas that's not a love language that's just awesome that's a gift that is a gift that's that was an epic gift in the universe. That was great. But there were, I thought you'd say that. But yeah. Yeah. She's she gives a lot of gifts, but she's not really good at giving them. She'll ruin <laughs> she'll ruin the surprise every time. I'm like wit. Yes, very much so. What you guys don't know is I'm holding a gun to Mark right now if he doesn't say all this. <laughs> I paid you to say this. I paid you. Oh no, that's sweet. Thanks, babe. You like a good breakfast. All right. Noted. Bradley? I'm actually going to use my own. I'm not going to use the one that Whitney told me to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't tell you to say it. I told you of a time I remembered. It's true. But both of them have to do with words of affirmation. So if anybody knows me in my high school years and before that, I didn't like school very much. And in my household, my father parented in the way, which is kind of one of my downfalls, too, is everything's expected. So you go to school, that's expected. You go and you get good grades. It's not a, hey, good job. You got a good grade, which I never had good grades. So maybe (laughs) that's part of it. (laughs) But it was, you know, if you got good grades, like my older brother did, you never got a, hey, good job. Like, let's go celebrate your 4.0. It was always like, oh, well, you did what you were supposed to do. Good job. But you that didn't, now you're going to get in trouble type thing. So I never had anybody give like words of affirmation. It was always kind of an expected type thing. Anyways, so I graduated high school with like a 1.9 GPA. <laughs> barely, barely graduated. So later on in life, I finally found my calling and it's in the medical field. And uh, I actually graduated valedictorian from... Uh, two colleges. And anyways, both of those times during, during school, when I would go to school, it was always a touch and go at home because I was always doing homework, always studying. I felt I had to prove myself since I've failed, almost failed once before in that regards of schooling. But, uh, I never quite felt loved for going to school, even though in my head, I'm always thinking like, I'm doing this for us. I'm, you know, I'm going to school for us, for our family, so I can provide for our family. I'm doing this for us. And it never felt like it was heard or taken that way. But it's always when I get to the end, like when I graduated finally, that's when, and this is like how simple I am at receiving these words of affirmations. I just got a card from Whitney and the girls, and it just said how proud they were of me for everything and all the times that I was away from family and home and everything like that. So that to me is one of my words of affirmation was getting a card. I would have taken that card over any, any gift unless it was a car, but (laughs) that, that gift of a card with just handwriting in it was probably the most special thing for me at that time. My gosh, I need tissues. Thank you. (laughs) Let's all make out. (laughs) 
I did not know that. Brad, that's so sweet. Wit. Sometimes I write nice things in cards. Sometimes I'm awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, that was sweet. I didn't know he was going to say that, so... I know. I had no idea what Mark was going to say. It like, made I, me nervous. He made my story sound really bad. No. <laughs> I just got a card, Mark. <laughs> you got breakfast. You get hot bacon. <laughs> that was a great story, though. I am not waking up early enough to make Brad anything, so. Ooh. <laughs> he gets an apple on the way out the door. Uh, I got I to gotta finish this up with something Brad said earlier. We were we were all talking before this, and this this was probably the best thing I've ever heard. He uh he thinks that the guy who wrote the love languages book, he wrote it because his wife made him. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite thing. Of course you guys think that. You guys listen, anybody that's out there listening to this, you're not alone. You know, that's what we're all about here. Wit and I can't, you know, say that enough. You're not alone. We all go through this shit no matter what anybody looks like on social media. Do not compare yourself. Do not beat yourself up out there. Do not look at the most perfect couple out there on social media and think they don't have problems because they do. And it's really all, this world is just a giant fraud on social media. We all have our shit. Yeah, we do. And if you're struggling with trying to match up with your partner's love language or have them speak yours, like it's just, just know, like people need reminders, like, and people need to know why it's important to you. Like we're all struggling from time to time, getting, feeling the love that we need to feel, or, you know, having our partners feel the love that we have for them. It doesn't mean that we don't love them. Sometimes it's just hard to show it or show it in the way that they would receive it. And in the words of Mark, everybody try to give 10 pounds of love when you can. (laughs) <laughs> just love obesity you know out there and love like, that, pound, like pounds sure. really i don't even understand it <laughs> it's flying around it's flying around <laughs> okay, all right guys. you guys until next time uh let's keep it real and in love <laughs>